Nobody do do ah. Hey, Domestic Dawn, Josh Landers in the dungeon yet again. Um, hopefully last week I was a little concerned that some of my five listeners did not get past the six-minute mark of the what, what, what was deemed as the final episode, the final podcast, the number 666, uh, uh, six, sign of the devil of this podcast. And it was just an April Fool's joke, and I don't really reach out to a lot of people. I know a couple of my listeners are still alive, um, uh, maybe faked out a little bit, uh, maybe saddened, maybe uh, uh, concerned for my own well-being uh, and their own well-being, mental state at, at, for not knowing what they would do after the five minutes of me detailing that that was it. This is the end. Uh, I don't know if they were going to uh, uh, kill themselves. I didn't know if they were going to go take more opiates than they, they usually do. I don't know if they're going to drink themselves to death like I'm probably currently doing. Uh, but, uh, but I just want to I just want to put it out there. I, it's, it's not it's not ending. And I just hope and I wish and I pray. I really get down on my knees and pray uh, um, to suck some su- suck some schlong. Uh, but I, I really hope no one hurt themselves because suicide prevention uh, is not a really a welcome uh, entity in this in this society. It's shunned upon. The idea of suicidal ideation uh, is really, really frowned upon by uh, people who never really have those thought processes and maybe even people who do. Maybe it, the, the, the people who are really upset with suicide prevention are the people that, that just, I want to just fucking off myself without any sort of uh, media play, without any literature or reviews or trying to really figure out how to save yourself because maybe they just want to do it and most people who want to commit suicide i think just go ahead and actually fucking do it and the people who think about it a lot are too pussy to do it and actually would never will but it's not a good process to be in depression is real anxiety is real the the shit in the world is real so again i really hope i didn't uh, uh add any more of a problem to uh, depression uh, uh, by by doing a, a simple April Fool's joke, just a simple one, just by telling my five listeners, you know what, this is it, I fucking quit. And there's some truth in there, because I do want to quit on a fucking daily basis. I want to quit this, I want to quit jobs, I want to quit drinking, I want to quit uh, uh, life in, in all, of, all of its expectancy. Not life in se- itself in terms of I'm going to off myself, but just life in general. Uh, sometimes I just want to quit family. Sometimes I just want to quit being a father. Is that so bad to have these thoughts? Do you know what I'm doing to sort of quell some of these concerns possibly? I uh, probably mentioned on a, on a previous podcast that my job offers uh, free, uh, what is it called, uh, psychiatric psychology help? What's it called when you see a fucking therapist? Um, talking to someone. They offer that for free through uh, BetterHelp. Uh, which, which I don't know what that, that is exactly. I signed up for it finally. Uh, I had to go through a, a checklist of ideas uh, and concerns uh, and just, you know, just what my back history or backstory is with mental health. What do I, what do I want to achieve out of uh, seeing a therapist? What do I want to, what are the goals that I want to attain? And I'm not sure. I'm not sure how I'm going to, how it's going to go. Um, they match me up with someone. Uh, I put on there that I, I would like a male because no offense, females, but if I talk to a female, I don't think you're going to understand what the fuck at all is going out on outside of your uh, clin- clinical study. And that's not your fault. 
I don't think a man would know what a woman's going through outside of what they studied or reviewed or have written about over maybe their vast career, but you still don't probably fully realize what it is to have a cock. You don't know what it's like to have a ball, to have balls. You don't know if you're a male, what it's like to have a, a fucking slash gash uh, or titties or give birth. We just don't know. So I think it's okay to see a female doctor every once in a while, uh, like to for your health concerns and your, and your organs and shit like that. Uh, but not, I don't think, for mental health. I wanted a dude, all right? So I did that checklist, find a dude. I saw, like, eh, must be over 45 plus. I'm like, yeah, maybe. Didn't check that box. But I did. I was hoping I didn't get some 25 snot, snot-nosed kid who whose daddy got into fucking Yale therapy school or a psychiatric school or whatever fucking schools you go to to become a psychiatrist or therapist. Um, I didn't want some 25-year-old kid who doesn't have any experience. And of course, yeah, oh yeah, they'll have experience about uh, what they've read and studied and, and the people at Harvard and Yale or Brown University, the, the posh Ivy League schools, wherever they fucking went. But I'll probably get some uh, community college dropout uh, who went back to school after 10 years of, of, of going berserk and fucking batshit crazy and, and load, loaded up on pills and booze and then came back on the scene like in his 30s and then never married, uh, almost died, was just at, at the bottom of the barrel, the sludge at the bottom of the barrel. And then he came, went back and he had an epiphany that he wants to become a therapist and not work with one-on-one people face-to-face because he can't do that because he has some sort of trauma from childhood that that, uh, he he has an inability to function and and look into someone's soul, uh, the the window to their soul through their eyes. He doesn't make eye contact. He just looks down all the time at his his own crotch and he shakes his knees are nervous and he shakes all the time. And he still has a uh, uh, detox. He still has a fucking the delirium, the DTs, uh, delirium tremens after even 10 years of not boozing or drugs. Uh, so I'd probably get that guy who found life. But then he still doesn't have life experience outside of that. And I'll just be talking to myself. I'll be talking to myself in the mirror. Um, but hopefully... I, well, now I know, but that, that's what I was thinking. I know who my therapist is going to be for the first go-round. I don't know if I'm going to keep him, uh, but yeah, I just wanted someone with life experience, so I should have checked that 45-plus mark, and I should have checked if there was there. Ex-addict? Sure. Behavioral uh, uh, fuck-up? Yeah. Do I want someone who who has mistreated every every relationship that they've been? Yeah, I would like to stay. Yeah, that'd be great. Not saying I'm that, but it would just be uh, entertainment for me as a, as a patient to hear this shit. Um and then I should, but I, I checked, please, non, non, uh, uh, religious, check that box on, didn't, nothing about LGBTQRF, uh, Z, I didn't need that, uh, are you a mil- military, ex- it doesn't really matter, so there's just a couple of boxes that I put on there, um, and what I got was a man, and we'll see how he is, uh, I, I haven't really, I haven't scheduled yet, but I'll have to f- figure out a day that's good for me to sit in the dungeon without a, a wife or children coming in to, oh, Josh, do you want some fish sticks for dinner? Hey, how about some, uh, hot dog? Hey, we're having a macaroni, homemade macaroni and cheese. Is that a, I'm fucking trying to get therapy here. So I need a time where kids will not bother me. I don't have a lock on, in key on this garage from the inside, so I can't lock myself in. I don't have one of those red studio lights that are hanging outside the door, so they know when that thing's on, don't fucking bother me. I don't have that, but what I do have is time frames. So what I'm going to do is try to find something in the evening, try to find something where the kids are occupied if they get a movie throughout the week. I don't want to probably do it on the weekends. I want to get all my shit out midweek. Just like this podcast, this podcast is going to be a therapy on top of a therapy. And if I can get back in order with this shit and do it every fucking Wednesday or Thursday, find a day that actually works because this week was a little off uh, with time frame. But I'm going to find something with this therapist because I think 
Continuity is key. Uh, uh, being uh, 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 keep a weekly schedule. What's the fucking word I'm looking for? Yeah, uh, persistence. Persistence. Continuity is key with this shit. So I'll probably schedule maybe uh, uh, a Thursday evening or a Tuesday evening. Late, late enough, hopefully, that my daughter will be asleep, my son will be occupied, and I could just sit here in the dungeon and talk to what I found out. It's probably like a 65-year-old man. I saw the picture. He kind of looks like a, a, a mix between uh, Mitch McConnell and Newt Gingrich a little bit. Kind of the, the, the flappy neck that I could see on it. Kind of the, 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 the frog. The frog. The chinless sort of frog throat that bubbles out. Uh, looks like a nice, he's a white man. I don't know what that means. Suit and tie. He has experience, 16, 17 years or some shit. Uh, but then it said on the bottom when I'm reading it, he ex- he's an expertise in, in child psychology and PTSD. I'm like, how the fuck did I get matched up with that? What did I put on my little uh, questionnaire that would lead to this guy? And I've also, on the little excerpt about his 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 backstory, his background, his expertise was also, oh, I'm a, I'm a Christian. Oh, God, he's, but I don't push it on him on, onto patients. So he is Christian and he doesn't. So what is that, that check mark? I fuck, why did that not go through? I said, I didn't want anybody affiliated with, with religion. And last I checked, Christianity is affiliated with religion. Is it not? Not the biggest religion in the world, right? But it is the biggest religion in this country, I'm assuming. I don't know, but I'm not going to talk about religion. I hope he doesn't mention religion. So I'll give this guy a shot. And if it doesn't work out for a couple of uh, sessions, which again, my work pays for, which is great, I would be a little pissed off if I'm paying 100 bucks an hour and getting some sort of uh, uh, new age uh, religious sort of uh, uh, theories about what I should do with my life. Uh, how to achieve my my goals, how to quit certain things, how to how to start others. Uh, so I'm gonna see how it goes. But look at look at me opening up. Look at me at 42 years old opening up. I'm not good at talking about shit with people. I'm okay at talking about shit to a fucking microphone that doesn't talk back and won't judge me, and a set of eyes that won't squint at me and show me the fire and hate and anger within the fucking crow's wrinkle, crow's fucking feet wrinkles at the side of their head. I, I, I don't have to deal with that with this shit. There is no mirror that I need to uh, look at. It's just me and my fucking gangly mouth and my uh, fucking decrepit, uh, shitty mouth, my gangly ass dicky body, dickish body. Uh, I'm not saying I look like a dick. I'm just saying I'm kind of gangly, like a like a like a flaccid cock, um, skinny, long, fat in the middle. Uh, I'm like a fucking. I'm like, I'm like a butter. I'm like a sawed off butternut squash. Uh, I don't even know what that means. But uh, what I'm not good at is talking to people about shit that's going on inside my head, and that's the that's the problem. And I've probably said this phrase, the dark recesses recesses of my mind are not like a, a recess that you had in like third or fourth grade where you're trying to make out with, with a chick named Vicky behind the fucking, uh, 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 the, the, behind the PE shed uh, where they keep the fucking cherry balls and shit. That's not what I was trying to do when I was in third and fourth grade, but I'm sure people are trying to grope onto Vicky's big tits behind the fucking P.E. shack while the, the yard duty is off smoking a fucking uh, Paul Mall behind the fucking principal's office. Um, not that kind of recess. The recesses that are the, 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 the gullies and valleys within my brain, the crevices of my brain where all this dark shit just kind of almost knocked over my microphone, where this dark shit just fucking boils out in the middle of the night. Um, I'm not good at talking about that. I mention them to my wife. 
I say I'm having these fucking night terrors every once in a while while I wake up and I'm starting to have them again after this stupid little mini vacation that I'll get to, which will be the bulk of this fucking episode, most likely. Uh, but, you know, these, these night terrors, these panic uh, attacks, whatever they are, they wake up and just it, it, the world is, is swarming over me. Uh, I feel like I'm dying. Uh, it's hard to breathe. And then it, it goes away and it, it eventually I fall asleep. Uh, maybe, maybe not. Uh, these fucking dark circles under my eyes are getting heavier and heavier. It's like, oh, god damn, I'm gonna be able to set my fucking duffel bag, uh, or my fucking dildo bag on top of these goddamn things under my eyeballs pretty soon. If I don't start getting some fucking sleep. I took, uh, an edible last night. I took a CBD oil. None of it worked. None of it fucking worked. So maybe if I talk to fucking, uh, uh, Gingrich slash McConnell and his Christian ways, maybe I'll just convert. Maybe I'll just convert. Maybe I'll get a crucifix. I'll, 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 I'll praise the Lord. I'll find the Lord. I will take a 12-step program to quit any sort of alcoholic uh, 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 tendencies. And I'll, I'll just pray, like I said, and pray to Jehovah or a ganja or whoever else, fucking uh, Beetlejuice, uh, Beelzebub. I'll, I'll, I'll do whatever I can do to get rid of these fucking little panic anxieties, depression. Because that's what I'm most concerned with, is that. Uh, Also, I'm concerned with using alcohol as a crutch, which I I do, and I'm I'm very aware with that. Uh, I want to get to the point where I don't have to drink alcohol to uh, get rid of these feelings or to quell them. Uh, As Homer Simpson, I think, once said, beer, it's the the cause uh, and cure for all for everything basically it's not that's not fucking verbatim uh it's a paraphrase shithead it's a fucking paraphrase so i need to get away from that idea and i do i go on streaks like i said a sobriety four or five six days 21 days and now i'm starting a new one a new stretch of hopefully a, a couple of weeks of no booze at all my wife said oh maybe we could take a bike ride over to get a drink you know later on take our daughter on a bike ride because our son is not here He's at fucking driver's ed class. <laughs> Eight hours a day, fucking today, yesterday, and the next weekend. And he hates it. He fucking hates it and it's glorious. But it's shit that he has to get through. So he's not here. So we figure, oh, my wife said, let's take a bike ride. Let's go get a drink. And I'm like, put on the fucking brake, Sally. We're not getting a drink this weekend. I'm trying to stop. I'm trying to slow down. I don't want to drink. I went kind of heavy over our spring break here. I don't want to get back into that mode. And of course, it's why can't you just have one or two? That's the problem. That's the problem. But when I do stop for a while, I'm able to get back into that mode. When I do want to have a beer, I only have a couple rather than a case or rather than whatever it might be over a couple of days. All right. So I was able to stop that and put on the brake, sister. I don't want a beer today. Uh, so that's a good first step, isn't it? So now I'm on this new path of, of having a streak go towards uh, my upcoming, my next upcoming trip of San Antonio. Uh, which will be in about three and a half weeks. So if I wait that long, fantastic. If I wait a couple of weeks, good. All right, I'm not putting any numbers on myself anymore. I'm not feeling bad about it anymore if I do have a drink here and there, but I need to get away from this fucking cycle of of boredom, uh, of depression, of anxiety, of whatever else I'm thinking, of not being good enough, not being smart enough, not uh, going towards my goals hard enough. And that's that's when the booze really starts, like I said, uh, perpetuating itself or the need for it or the want for it. And saying no to it is is very, very difficult for me. All right, so now I'm at the beginning of this. And the beginning is where all hope lies, where all hope lies. Um, let me get back to that, you know, the idea of whenever I come back from a, a, a trip, a vacation, it could be three days, it could be uh, 13 days, it could be three weeks, it doesn't fucking matter. Whenever I get, I get so much excitement for some reason leading up to a trip, and maybe more so now, and I hate to blame or look at COVID as, as being the problem here or the cause of this, but maybe it is. Maybe it's not. I don't, I've, I've always been this sort of excitable, 
uh, person. And then I, I have very, very strong lows. So there might be a little bit of, like I said in the past, bipolarism kind of going on. But I get these very, very big highs when like a trip is approaching. I overly prepare. I overly get ready for it well in advance. I don't know if I mentioned it last week or not, but I was buying, you know, new camping gear. I think I did. And just kind of already staging shit in the garage, getting things ready just to prepare. Oh, we need to get a fire. Oh, we need to get this. We need to get, oh, do we have sunscreen? Do we have gorilla tape just in case the pole breaks? Do we have that? So I'm getting all these little intricacies, all these small details down because I know it's, it's part of what I do. And if I didn't do it, I don't think, I'm sure my family would be fine camping on their own, but I think they would be missing something. We, we would forget something. And do I overpack shit? Probably. I packed stuff that we never used. I packed bug spray just in case. I've never been to the fucking Grand Canyon today. I don't know if there's goddamn mosquitoes there, but if we didn't have bug spray and we were just getting our fucking ass annihilated by them, it would be nice to have it. I brought an extra, extra head of a broken axe. So I have the, what do they call it? Anvil? Fucking uh, Alvin and the Chipmunks? What is it called? Spade? The, the the shovel again i've now it's a shovel the axe fucking axe head axel rose the thing that it's like a little hatchet that i had that broke the fucking the handle broke off so i still bring that to use as a splitter a log splitter where i hit the other hand the other fucking uh axe with it to chop wood it makes it easier never used it this time most of the wood i bought was well seasoned and it, it chopped fairly easily but so again the over preparation and it's just not just that there was one day where i was just being too much I was talking too much. I was going as a fucking auctioneer talking about what we needed to get. What are we going to have for breakfast? What are we going to have for dinner? Which, which night should we have this? Which night? You know, it's just too much. And my brain gets so excited that when I don't talk a lot, which, which, which happens quite a bit, I talk less than I talk uh, throughout every, the course of, of a single week. But when I get so excited, even my wife's like, all right, Josh, you're being too much. You're being too much. And of all the gall, of all the, the balls that she has, she says, you're being a little type A. I'm like, whoa! And this is my fucking type A wife, who's type A in the way of not neatness and, and, and always having things at the ready, but more of the work ethic and things like that and the goals achieved and wanting to reach and things like that in the future, sort of a mindset towards the future. That's the type of type A that she is, which I'm not at all. But when she calls me a type A, that's a, that's a, that's a warning sign. That's a wake-up call for me to be like, rah! Put it on, Josh. Put those fucking, like I said earlier, put those fucking brakes on. You're getting too much. You're getting too hyperactive. You're like this little PTSD kid. So maybe I do need this fucking, or ADHD kid, whatever the fucking difference is. So maybe I do need fucking Mitch McConnell's uh, frog throat and her, his his his, his uh, 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 degrees in therapeutic science and ball tickling or whatever he fucking has, glory holisms, whatever he has in his, in his Christian right-wing head. That he could tell me, maybe I do need that, that childlike, going back to the trauma of childhood, whatever the trauma that might be. I don't know what the trauma is. But when I get ty called type A by my fucking wife, that's when I know I'm hitting the bricks. I'm fuck. is that, is that a term? Uh, on the rocks, hitting the bricks, hitting a brick wall, uh, drive, jumping off a cliff, uh, jumping the shark, shark jumping, uh, punching a shark in the nose. Whatever you want to call it. I, I know that, okay, I am being too much. So when a, a, a pot... Is calling a kettle black. Is that how is it? Or a black kettle is calling a pot black or white? I guess a white kettle and a white uh, pot. Is that white hippopotamus, white elephant in the room? Whatever it might be, that's when I know, okay, all right, I'm being that. So vice versa, flip that over. When I come back to, from a trip, I get fully opposite. I close in. I close within myself. I get quiet. I need space. I get this sort of idea of like, oh, ho-hum. 
Ooh, ho, hum. I get a fucking ho-hum attitude. I'm like, this sucks. I'm fucking back in the element that I was so excited to escape from. So what is that? Is that me having the inability to be happy with a life? The life I chose? Is that the inability to, to, to have any joy outside of, of traveling to new places or seeing new things or experiencing uh, the outside world? Maybe that's something to say about how maybe COVID uh, fucking lockdown did uh, shake me up a little bit mentally. I don't know. I didn't feel like I thought I was I thought I was good at this. I thought I was good at retreating from society. And I think I still am good at retreating from society. It's opening up. Like I mentioned last week, it's fucking fully open and I don't really like it that much. Not fully, but it's getting to like 75% here in California. Arizona, pretty fucking fully open. Uh, although the mask mandate is still there. Arizona, and this is now the trip, is kind of a wild west. And of all, all the states I've visited, Texas is probably the most like who gives a fuck state. It's, I think. I haven't gone to every fucking state in this country. Uh, the south kind of has a fuck you, finger up the confederate fat flag uh, uh, fucking prostitute. The chick who wears like a big giant fucking rebel, rebel flag on her fucking saggy, saggy fucking 48 uh, year old tits that are leathery and, and kind of smell like smoke. Like the fucking Marlboros or the Marlboro lights are just like, or the GPC uh, smoke is just fucking, it's just absorbed. It's absorbed into her in her freckly tits uh, and her droopy nipples. And, you know, she's just wearing that thing. She has like a half shirt, which I'll get into later in fucking Vegas, fat, fucking fat bellied Vegas people. Uh, You know, it's the South seems like they don't give a fuck. So Arizona is kind of like that of the West, of the Southwest. And I guess Texas is considered Southwest, but parts of Texas seem Midwest. Parts of Texas seem Southern. It's, It's a fucking large state. Um, so Arizona driving there, we left, uh, Sunday morning early. And this is the first time in a long time where I didn't overly drink too much before a vacation. And what I would do before is like, ah, fuck, I start the vacation a day early. What's the fuck? What the fuck's the difference? And what I did have watching the final four with my son is I had a couple of beers the night before. Went and got a fucking Costco pizza because they're fucking cheap. And just kind of we would have the pizza for the next day on the road trip. So, yeah, but I had a couple of beers. That's it. Only a few. And that's a rarity for me. And the only reason I did is because of this fucking headache that I probably gave myself from hyperactively trying to pack the, the car, getting everything ready way too much in advance, and just that all kind of seeped into my brain. And then I'm like, oh, my fucking head hurts. Why is my fucking head hurt so much? I'm waiting at Costco for a fucking nine ninety five pizza and a fucking chicken bake. Why does my fucking head hurt? Maybe I should just get a soda. Maybe a, maybe the caffeine will take it away. Maybe not. Maybe it's just I need a beer. I need, I need a fucking beer. So that's what I did. I came home, opened a couple of beers, and it helped. Fortunately or unfortunately, but it's the first time when I didn't wake up the next morning knowing I have like a 10 hour drive ahead of me with a fucking family, uh, uh, you know, two kids in the backseat, a wife. Luckily, we got a dog sitter for the fucking dog that didn't cost an arm and a leg. We got a person to watch the fucking hamster so we don't have to travel with that motherfucker. And it would probably die camping anyways in the heat or the cold or whatever the fucking weather channel got wrong. Uh, So it, it, it was... Yeah, it was good. It was nice. I was, I was alert. I was awake. I wasn't like, oh, God, I need a fucking hair of the dog. I need a hair of the dog to go on this goddamn road trip. But I didn't. 
it was lively. I drove about, um, I think nine or no, not nine, maybe about seven and a half, eight hours of the, of the 10 to 10 and a half hour trip that we made. And we just kept going through the desert at a pretty easy, quick or easy pace, fast pace. When you hit those open roads on the fucking 58 going through Tehachapi, uh, past Bakerfield, Bakersfield, and then you eventually hit the fucking 40, you know, it's just, it's, it's open roads. It's open roads. Once you get out of the fucking mess of California Bay area or any big city of California, it's open road. And it happened to be fucking Easter too, right? So Easter helped to have this non-congested traffic, non-congested roadways, freeways. So the the ride was nice. And I didn't have a road beer until about, mm, what time was it? 2.30, 3 o'clock in the afternoon when my, my wife took over. We only had to stop a couple of times to piss. Uh, my, my, my wife almost pissed her pants because she, I don't know why. She didn't drink anything that morning. But, you know, kids, kids do things to bladders, I think. I think it rearranges the whole fucking core of women's anatomy. Uh, and that's, not, that's no fault on their own. That's no fault on their, of theirs. It just happens. It's nature. It's fucking nature. Um, so we can't fault them for the... For the, uh, for the uh, 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 what do they call them? Not love handles. The fucking uh, uh, stretch marks. We can't. We can't fucking fault them for stretch marks. We can't fault them for that. We can't fault them for the titties looking like they've fucking been wrenched on with a vice grip monkey, uh, fucking uh, just sucking on them for the last fourteen years. We can't fault them for that. We can't fault them for anything about their bodies because they're women who went through a miracle, a fucking miracle. Children are miracles. Uh, but uh, fucking hamster free, dog free. Packed the car up pretty well. wasn't too con- uh, crowded in the in the very back of the fucking lesbian Subaru. Had the Thule soft bag on top. That was loaded with camping gear. Yeah, I could have loaded a couple more things before I strapped everything down. Yeah, my wife didn't have to bring out two or three extra jackets that she wanted to put in the Thule that I already fucking strapped down. Yeah, she didn't need to bring an extra pair of shoes. One for Vegas, one for camping, plus the one she was already wearing. Yeah, things could have changed, but it was actually nice. I wasn't uh, 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 anxious. I wasn't overly upset outside of the first 15 minutes of my son complaining a week in advance about us signing up him up for fucking driver's ed and already complaining that he doesn't want to go. He doesn't care about getting a fucking license like I mentioned last week, but you're fucking going, all right? You're going to fucking driver's ed. We signed you up. It's four days out of your goddamn young life so far. It's not going to kill you. And then after that, you get your fucking license. If you don't fail it, like I knew some friends failed because I suck at driving and probably still do, but you're going to get a fucking It's freedom. And you're not getting a car right away. We can't fucking afford that. But you can use my truck every once in a while because I work from home. I don't need my truck every day. I could ride my bike to places I want to get to. I can go what I I could do what I want to do. And you can get the fuck out of our hair. After that 15-minute conversation, 15 minutes after we left home, it was smooth sailing into Kingman, Arizona. And by the time we get to Kingman, Arizona, it's about 4 30, 5 o'clock in the evening. It's it's dinner time. And and we 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 kind of went for a bigger hotel. We we uh, spoiled ourselves, right? We we went went above and beyond the Motel 6 vibe that we did last time uh, going stopping in Kingman on the way to fucking New Mexico to visit my family early uh, last summer at the height of COVID. One of the heights, one of the fucking long heights that we'll keep getting and over and over. And the next one's coming. We have a new strain coming from the fucking UK or from Bolivia or from some fucking African nation. We're, we're getting another fucking variant. You know that, right? So this shit's not, not over. The mask wearing is not over. Co- the fucking vi- Pfizer and Moderna uh, uh, vaccines are probably only going to be good for a couple of months until this new variant that we all need to get new fucking vaccines for and cards and travel cards. And to make sure we have Bill Gates fucking sucking our dicks from the inside 
with his wife. I think he's married with her fucking he- head stuck up our ass and her arms so deep up her fucking uh, 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 poopers that she's just feeling around in there, knows exactly what's going on in the fucking cackles, cockles of our heart. Cackles or cockles? Cock-a-doodle-doo. Um, so we get to Kingman. Like I said, 5 o'clock. We, got, we went for a we, – we splurged for a Best Western. And in terms of Kingman, there's not a lot of options for high-end hotels. There's a Marriott down the road. There's a Best Western Plus, whatever the fuck it was. All pretty comparable in prices. It's only 30 to 40 more bucks more bucks than a fucking Motel 6 or something else. That's like a two, two-star hotel, one-and-a-half, two-star. This one's only three, three-and-a-half. That's, that's what we are. We're not fucking four or five-star people. We can't afford that shit. And I'm not getting a $170 motel in fucking Kingman, but I'll splurge for the $100 hotel, all right? That's who I am. Off Route 66, off the 40, right there. If you've never been to Kingman, it's, that's what it is. It's just a drive-through town. Uh, and it was it was less crowded than I remember from last year. Not many people traveling. One, it's Easter, and the hotel seemed just like I said, a little more vacated than usual. Quiet. We get in there. It's a much bigger hotel than we got last year. It's a much bigger hotel than we got in the fucking village in goddamn South Lake Tahoe for Thanksgiving. It actually has space. It has an extra little sort of sitting room with a couch and a chair and a table. It has a desk where I can sit at. It has a t- TV. It has shit. Okay, and we're like, oh, this is much nicer than we remember from last year. So we got started at a good note. And after my road beer at two thirty, three o'clock, while my ro- my wife was driving, I know that's illegal. I know that's illegal to have a beer in the passenger seat while you're a, simply a passenger. I got it. But I only had one, one can, one road beer, and that's the first road beer I've had in nearly a year. Because at one point, my wife's like, eh, I don't know if you should be doing that. And then this time, I'm like, I'm doing it. Right? I just drove seven and a half hours. I'm tired. Can I just what? Well, just one road beer, wifey. Just one road beer. The person that I've I've said yes to for the rest of my fucking life. That I, that I have tethered myself to through children for the rest of my. Can I just have one? And she said, ah, I don't even remember saying that you couldn't have any. Like you fucking motherfucker. You don't remember that whole railing me for having road beers in the past. And I'm not driving. All right. It seems like a fucking stupid law to me where the passenger cannot have a beer. But I get it. I understand the law, but we're not doing anything egregious with it. One, one road beer gets us into Kingman. Then we check in and we're looking for shit to eat. We're talking about my wife wants Chinese food. And then my son, like in Kingman, Arizona, you know, that as, as if there's no Chinese people in Kingman, which sounds probably appropriate. But, you know, she, she wow, Ch- Chinese food sounds good. I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Uh, Mexican food, of course, is always there in, in abundance of Arizona. Not quite as good as Southern California Mexican food. I'm biased, but it's there. It's part of the nature of the Southwest. Uh, and then no burgers. We know we're having fucking burgers camping and a lot of fucking fucking meat, a lot of uh, cylindrical meat uh, that we're going to have camping. And we're probably going to eat like shit as well. Not a lot of fucking salads that we bring camping. Uh, I don't know. A lot of people who do bring like green leaf fucking salads and eat like vegans or these fucking gurus who, who talk shit about people who buy hot dogs from Costco that are $1.50 and it's $1.50 and he put some fucking mustard on it with some relish and onions, some deli mustard on it. Uh, and, and you could eat that and get a soda for a dollar fifty, and then you'd make fun of people. Oh God, how can you do that? And then I'd say one time when my daughter is my daughter's on a class one time on a Zoom meeting with her class, learning she's talking about. Oh, I was sick last week. Are you feeling better, Willa? And then uh, oh yeah, I had some Gatorade. And the and the fucking person, the teacher says, Ugh, Gatorade. Oh, it's disgusting. Because there's there's probably things in Gatorade that fucking gurus who wear like weird flowing dresses to teach a fucking kindergarten class or a second grade class, whatever they're doing. They say they have it all in their mind. They have like a fucking they have a goddamn uh, 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 
uh, crystal shut with their ass. Not not a stripper, like I mentioned, but like a crystal, like a fucking uh, uh, Jedite or a, uh, what, what's the, the fucking uh, omnibus? What's a fucking crystal? I can't think of any right now. Uh, crystal light. They stick those up their ass at night because it's a full moon. So but not, we're not people who camp like that. We go simple. Burgers, dogs. Every once in a while, we made the carne asada, tacos, shit like that. We go, we go as simple as possible. I cook over the open flame. It, that's what we do. All right. So when we get into Kingman, there's a there's a Sonic Burger right next to our fucking hotel, right there. A, ten, a two minute walk. And my son's like, "Oh, Sonic, that sucks." And I'm like, "Have you ever, ever had Sonic before?" "Oh, I think so." "Well, how do you know it's?" "I don't know. I think it's, he said he says it sucks before we fucking get it." So we just said, "Just get it. Fuck it." We get Sonic Burger. My wife and son walk over there. I'm sitting in the hotel with my daughter. I already have beer that I bought from a fucking mobile gas station across the way. My usual kind of, oh, I got to get something local. Don't have any fucking thing local in this town. And if you go, unless you go far away, which I didn't want to. I didn't want to go to a grocery store that's two miles. I just wanted to go across the street. So I get a decent six pack from another state. I get a little 22 that I don't, I don't finish all this beer. I just have it. Ah, this is what I do when I travel. So I'm having a beer in the hotel room. My, my daughter is playing with a sticker book or some shit. I'm watching baseball on tv just relaxing the first 10 15 minutes we get there my son wife get back from sonic they did they, they, they were out of a bunch of shit they i got my burger i got my she got the chicken sandwich he got a fucking burger but they're out of uh grilled cheese bread so we couldn't get grilled cheese bread for my daughter so she had a grilled cheese sandwich that was just on a bun and she's been liking cheeseburgers lately but we're like, ah, let's let's get her something different because like i said we're having fucking cheeseburgers the next goddamn day but i got a fucking burger I got chili cheese tots. I don't know why I got chili cheese tots. I know that's not going to make my stomach go very well, but I got them. It's Sonic Burger. Fuck it. Um, so that was it. We ate our meal. It was fine. It was fine. And then, of course, my son overbuys shit, gets a shake that he's going to share with his sister. She doesn't like the fucking shake. He's eating it. I'm taking some bites of it. My wife's taking some bites of it. And he leaves it out all fucking night. So the next morning, we're like, God damn it, you didn't put that in the refrigerator? At least to keep it somewhat cold? Nope. And then he left about three quarter or uh, less, a little, a quarter of his burger, maybe even half, out. Didn't put that in the fucking refrigerator. How often do we have to monitor children? 15 and a half years. I thought that was enough. I thought we didn't have to do this shit anymore. But before that, I'm like, oh, there's, fucking, there's a goddamn hot tub. I'm going to go on that after my wife and I go and get a drink. So the kids are set up with a movie. We go get a drink at this Mexican restaurant right across the way as well, right down the street. She gets a margarita. I get a tall dose Equis. Good shit. Put my lime in it. It doesn't always have to be fucking posh IPAs. It doesn't have to be triple IPAs, you fucking hipsters from Portland or San Diego who have ruined the beer craft industry. I still like craft beer, but sometimes a Mexican beer is all you need. All you need is to talk, reach for that fucking uh, Coors, snubby, stubby, what do you want to call it? Fucking yellow bottle, and just that's all you need. Ice cold, it's good enough. Sometimes a Budweiser or a Coors or a Miller Lite is okay. Oh, yeah, you fucking snobs. Um, so we get that and just go back. I'm like, I'm going to go to the fucking hot tub. And I tried to go to the hot tub. Nope. Tried to go with my daughter. Nope. You know why? Because they still have rules and regulations. And I'm still kind of, uh, and my wife especially, we're still a little concerned with maybe COVID being still a thing, a realistic, realistic fucking concern out there, uh, a virus. So, of course, we get to the hot tub, and I see fucking like 12 middle-aged, pasty, you know, just gross, who knows where they're from, shouldn't ever take off their shirt. I'm, bec- I'm, I'm becoming one of those people, most likely. But they're just hogging up the fucking goddamn, uh, their fat kids are in there. They're, we're, they're just hogging up the hot tub. 
And I'm like, God damn it. So I take my daughter, get in her bathing suit. My son gets ready. I get, we got over there. I'm like, yeah, sorry, sweetie. Sorry, sweetie. And she's a little disappointed. She's in her little pink fucking reflective, sparkly goddamn bathing suit. She's ready to go in, flip-flops, towel wrapped around her shoulders. She's ready to go, oh, sorry, we can't go in. So we waited, re- re- requisite, I would say 15 to 20 minutes. Isn't that what the time frame is for a hot tub? 15 to 20 minutes, half hour at the most? But they're already in there. You could tell they're, they're fat, morbidly obese, white bodies, probably from fucking middle of Oklahoma. No offense, Oklahoma, I like you. But they're probably traveling to somewhere like Disneyland because if they found out Disneyland is open like at 50% or whatever the fuck it is and they, they're so bored with their lives that they have nothing better to do than to travel to 18 hours to go to fucking Disneyland because they want to see Southern California and they're going to get there and they're going to be disappointed because it's fucking gross and it's smoggy and it's hot and it's just fucking overpriced and there's too many people there and they're gonna get there and like why did we travel 18 fucking we, we, uh, hour we should have just fucking went to kansas city we should have went to kansas city no one's gonna look at us through this fucking fog foggy glass of this inside sauna or hot tub and no one's gonna judge us this fucking creepy man with a fucking red nose and yellow eye roomy fucking eyes and and, and fucking horrible teeth we could even see his horrible teeth through the fog on the window no he's not gonna judge us he won't judge us but we wait the 15 to 20 minutes and then we come back they're still fucking there they're not leaving anytime soon they're drinking Coors Lights they're having fun I don't knock them for that I want to do the same thing but I say sorry sweetie they're still there she's a little disappointed my son doesn't give a fuck he get they get to go back and and watch tv they're fine but i sneak out later around eight o'clock 8 30 my, my daughter's kind of getting ready for bed watching her last couple of episodes of some shit and then i'm going in so i bring my son over there nobody in the fucking hot tub the white flabby dirt bags finally left and they went to their hotel room to fucking bone each other on the fucking pull out couch with their flappy slappy bodies and my, I, I just get in there and uh, turn on the fucking the jets and it could have been a little hotter. Best uh, Best Western Plus could have been a little warmer. I'd say ten degrees. You could have you could have upped it a little bit. Get, get in the requisite hundred and something degrees. It was it was warm. It was it was hot, but not hot. I want to I want to dip my I want to like put the tip of my dick in and be like ah, ooh. I want that ball burn. I want the I just wanted to go up the fucking the, the the taint and and sear my asshole just for a second. That's what I want baths to do. And it didn't do that. But the jets were nice. And I'm just sitting there after a 10-hour, 10 10-and-a-half-hour 10 drive soaking. My son lasts about 10 minutes, but I know he wants to go fuck off on his on his phone. So he goes back to the hotel, give him the car, uh, the, the key to the room, card key, whatever you fucking call him, key card. And he goes back, and I'm just sitting in there having a nice beer uh, on the side of the fucking jacuzzi and just relaxing. And not one person came in after that. So the fucking Oklahoma fatties, they just went to bed early. And no one else party. But you know what they left all around the fucking hot tub? Wet towels. There's nothing worse. There's no worse person in the world. You can leave trash. You can leave fucking cigarette butts. You can leave broken bottles and fucking uh, uh, meth spoons. Uh, fucking you can leave uh, children that you don't want anymore in your life. You can leave them around the edges of a fucking sauna. You can leave that or a fucking hot tub. You don't leave your fucking wet towels that are given to you by the hotel to use for such endeavors as a hot tub or a pool you don't leave those gross wet things i don't know what's what's on them and i have to kick it away with my fucking toe it's 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 heavy it, it's the size of a fucking a, a giant's cum rag uh, andre the giant's cum rag you ever figure out how big that guy's dick probably was maybe he had a, i don't know but he wore those big he wore those fucking leotards all the time he had to shove that elephant cock somewhere 
Uh, but it's, a, it's just wet and it's soppy. The towel not under the giant's dick. You just have to like, like move. I wish I had a push broom just to push these fucking soggy shit. I should have complained and said the wet, the white fatties, the balding fucking saggy people that were hogging the the, the hot tub up earlier. They're the ones that left it. Can you charge them? Is there a surcharge you can put on their fucking tab for these wet towels that I had to move out of the way? So I soak for a little while. That's fine. That's all right. And I go back to the hotel room, have a beer, go to sleep. Earlier in the day, walk past this guy sitting on his motorcycle, and this is just day one of Kingman, so I'm going fucking long here. I'll try to try to get quicker here. Uh, and he's got roomy fucking yellow eyes like me, a red face. He's talking to me, drinking a Budweiser, sitting on his fucking uh, motorcycle. Yeah, where are you going? What's going on? So nice people in Kingman driving through. Nice people. People that I aspire to be a fucking alcoholic, red-faced, roomy-eyed uh, uh, man talking to me in the parking lot who was from Seattle, but he's driving back tomorrow to go there and he's just talking to me like a normal person and i forgot what normal conversation was about i forgot about that then we're done with kingman next morning go to safeway shop for fucking camping get a bunch of shit go and it's only two and a half hours to three hours to grand canyon get to grand canyon of course it's going to be tourists there uh, there's a 35 you know, maybe a 20 minute wait to get in there get through the kiosk pay the ranger 35 bucks for a seven day uh pass which isn't bad then we find our, our uh campsite Great. Open. Not too many people there. A great campsite. We see elk right away. My daughter's like, they're so beautiful. They're so beautiful. Of course they're fucking beautiful. We're in nature now. This is the happiness that I that I was preparing for for three weeks in advance. This is what I wanted to go to. This is where my depression and anxiety fall away. I don't have it anymore. I'm sitting there happy. I'm having a beer in the afternoon. I'm just happy. We take a, My brother's going to meet us later on. He comes a little earlier than I thought. We're there at 12, 12.15, 12.30. I'm having a, a 12.30 beer. I'm happy. Not feeling bad. Not feeling the weight of this anxiety or the pressure building and building and building until it fucking bursts not at all no night panics no night terrors three days of camping seeing the grand canyon for the first time going on the fucking rim rim trail or rim job trail whatever the fuck it's called figuring shit out finding places to go not a lot like i said stress-free is there a lot of people there yeah or a lot of people wearing masks yeah some so we weren't wearing masks outside um but some people were some people weren't so it seemed like a, a, a good vacation, and it was. And that was fun, all right? So there's not too much for me to say about the Grand Canyon. If you've been there and seen that, you know what I'm talking about. We went on trails. We went hiking. We wanted to hike more, a little bit more down into the canyon. That's a little much to ask for a seven-and-a-half-year-old girl. She went, a, she went a good mileage down into the canyon on one trail. But it gets a little sketchy when there's a lot of people fucking trying to elbow past you. On, they're on their fucking vacation, too. Um, so we made it. We, we had good hiking. We had a good time. We had, we had, we had a, a family affair. Nice fires at night, but the weather channel is a fucking disease as well. They're a fucking communist or organization. It said when I looked at it, oh, fucking 55 at night, 52 at night, the one we're going to be there. Almost 90 during the day, which was a little too warm. That concerned me before we left. So I'm like, I don't think we're going to have to bring a bunch of warm shit. Luckily, we brought enough warm shit, but it dropped down into like the upper 20s at night. I didn't have much service out there, but my brother said it was 25 one morning. It didn't seem like 25, but it seemed cold enough for my wife not to sleep. She needs like a 72 perfect fucking temperature 
temperature to sleep. She can't have cold. She needs this sort of uh, tropical warmth to sleep well. And our tent's not the best in the world. Good enough for summer camping or warmer camping. Not the best when it dips down into the 20s. Our sleeping bags are okay, again, for the warmer weather. Down to maybe 35, 40 degrees. When it dips below that, not the best. So this is me having to, this is sort of my epiphany. Like We need better fucking a camping. We need better camping equipment. I like camping in spring. But we don't know what fucking weather channel, what it's going to be. We thought it was going to be warmer. The days were perfect. 70 degrees during the day, maybe upper 60s, maybe go, go into the 74, 75 degrees, and then the nights just plummeted. The fire was nice. That kept us warm. There wasn't a lot of loud campers, not a lot of loud people at all. No huge bustling music. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, boom, boom. Boom, going on because it's a national park and what i found about people they don't want to pay 35 bucks to be dirt bags and they don't uh we got we got a, a warning citation when we left the campground the second day to go hiking that we there's still a little bit of smoke coming out of our fire and i guess they came these fucking rangers and doused our entire flame with like a bucket uh that, like it would cause any sort of massive harm i got it i forgot i forgot to douse the flames but you have to jump a whole uh, fucking 15 gallon igloo uh a container on my fire that i i take time to build and now it's all wet underneath that we there's still some fucking wood i probably could have used in there the, the next night anyways so we got a citation for that, and we left a bag of just cans and bottles there because they have a raven problem. But I'll get to that in a second. I well, I'll get to it now. They have a raven problem. I guess they right when I checked in, they don't leave anything out. No trash. No no uh, no uh, bags. Nothing. Right. So we left a can. I don't think ravens attack fucking Coors Light cans and I fucking IPA bottles from Arizona. But we got a little warning for that. No extra charge. Just a warning. So I burnt that fucking thing that before a kindling that night. So that second night, we hear this thump, thump. And we look over there. We looked over to the right in the fucking the road, the access road that goes to the campground. And there's a fucking raven there just flopping. It's fucking one of its wings flopping around. It's trying to trying to get up to fly, but it can't. My daughter's like, oh, what happened? So I run over there and I'm looking at this fucking raven. I'm like, I think it broke its wing or dislocated it or some shit. So I get someone to bring me a towel. I fucking dump, uh, put the towel over the raven's head because that's what you do when you rescue birds. You have to cover their eyes. I think all animals, is that alligators? I don't know. I think they they get more relaxed, more calm when you cover their eyes. So I get that on. On there i pick up this raven it's heftier than i thought it was going to be i don't know if i've ever ca- carried a raven before it's fucking snapping it's black cavernous fucking uh, black tongue like a devil itself just snapping at my fingers it got me once didn't make didn't make me bleed i was about to go uh, had my son go run run down to the ranger station and see what we fucking do with this with a bird that has a broken wing and i'm sure they'd be like ah you know what Nature takes its course. Let nature takes it, take its course. But right when we're doing that, my daughter's like, oh, you, you're picking it up, Dad. And well, you want to hold it? And fuck no. Uh, so I just, I, I, it, it releases itself. It flaps to the nearest tree. And you can, see it's, you can see its wings a little tweaked still. But you can tell it's trying. And it flew pretty well. It was like a eureka moment. And it went away. I felt like I did good for this bird. I felt like I would do more for a bird than if I saw a human go fall from a fucking tree and go flap, 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 and seizure right in the middle of the fucking access road. Maybe not. Maybe I'd help that person. But if they're up like 40 feet in a tree, they deserve to fall and seize right there in the Grand Canyon campground. Um, and I've saved like this is my, that was my sixth bird I think I saved in my life. I don't know why. I'm like a fucking bird whisperer. A seagull. I've saved a cormorant, which is another seabird. A fucking uh, pigeon or a dove. That bird, 
And there was another couple that I can't remember. Another one at the beach. Another fucking... I saved an eel one time at, at, in a Home Depot parking lot. I brought the eel in a bucket. A fucking Home Depot... Uh, Homer's Home Depot bucket. One of those orange buckets back to the ocean and threw it in. I'm like an animal whisperer. Maybe that's... See, I, I, miss, I missed out on my calling in life. That's what I should be. That's what I should have been. That's what I should have been as a fucking animal whisperer. Uh, and then that was our trip. We left, said say goodbye to my brother. They said goodbye to their uncle. They, everything packed up, neat as can be. And they were like, oh, we got another day of vacation. We're going to Vegas because we're fucking morons. We decided, ah, oh, we'll take a couple hours. It was only four and a half hours to get to Vegas from, from the Grand Canyon. But it would add another couple hours to our trip in total. So we'd do a short drive that day to Vegas and then the long drive on the last day, which is kind of opposite. Usually we do the long drive the first day, short drive the second day, so we're not exhausted when we get home. Or and vice versa, when we leave, long drive first, short drive later. And we're dumb enough to go like usually 10 to 11 hours as the crow fly, fly, uh, flies, as the raven flies uh, with the kids because they're used to it. We're used to it. Still a pain in the ass. But we like to get that big bulk done first. But this time we're like, ah, it's Vegas. It's on the way. Let's show the kids the strip. I have good memories of Vegas. I had my bachelor party there when I was 25 years old. That's the last fucking time. Jesus Christ. I was a baby when I got married. I'm a fucking idiot. But I was that was a long time ago. I remember like Vegas kind of fondly without family there. And, you know, I never was a clubbing type. But I remember just kind of going around and drinking as much as I fucking could. Uh, eating corn corn dogs from the AM PM right right outside of fucking Excalibur as many as it could stuff up, up my fucking dick hole um, because we didn't we were too cheap to go to all these restaurants going to buffets though and just fucking a little bit of debauchery that's what I remember. I remember going with my wife when we were first, you know, kind of getting together. Or I was 22, she was 24, whatever it was. You know, been together for a while. That was our first kind of uh, second, maybe second or third road trip together from San Diego. You know, it was only a five to six hour drive from San Diego. So it wasn't a big deal. Gambling, making money here and there, or losing money and not giving a fuck that much. But this Vegas that I saw this time is fucking, it's, it's, it's a debacle. It's a debacle of humanity. It's it's a pit of fucking society. Vegas is the shittiest place now that I have been to in the last 20-something years. This trip to Vegas. I remember it differently. Maybe it's changed. Maybe it hasn't. Maybe I'm just getting fucking old and craggly. I don't know. But I was kind of excited just to see it, have the kids see it, to be like, all right, we can, me and my wife can go out a little bit, just to show them the the, the strip at night, things like that. Uh, see the see the lights and the sort of sort of pseudo fucking Disneyland for adults, just to give them a little bit of a like experience with it. And once we first got there, I'm like, yeah, this place is kind of a shithole. Uh, we went. We stayed at Bally's, which is connected to the Paris Hotel, which used to. It, it's still a decent hotel. The room was nice. We couldn't check into four till four o'clock, which seemed fucking egregious and late. But before that, we walked around a little bit before we could check in. Checked out some of the sites. Looked at some other hotels. Just kind of showed them a, a Caesar's Palace, or at least my daughter's like, oh, she likes statues and shit like that. She wants to see some naked ass uh, of the fucking Roman uh, uh, Empire. Uh, so we're doing that. We're doing fine. Get a snack here and there, a drink, whatever we're doing. Then we check in. Room's decent. All right. We got a decent room. We got a room with a view of the fucking other roof below us. But it's a nice view of the, the other side of the strip, the real Vegas. We don't see the strip from our window. That's okay. We didn't pay enough. Uh, of course, there's resort fees that I knew we had to pay. But that's fine. All right. That was all fine. But what I notice about Vegas, and there's some of the ugliest, and I'm no prize. All right. I am no fucking prize at all. But there is some of the worst of humanity, the, the slime, the fucking, the, the, the fucking, the, the piece of shit that you could not get out with toilet paper. So you have to pick it out with your 
fingernails out of your fucking asshole hair. That is the type of people that are now going to Vegas. There's swindlers. There's hus- uh, fucking hustlers. There's uh, hucksters. Uh, there's fucking huck fins. There's a lot of shit. Fucking Tom Sawyer. There's just, it's, it's horrible. So I'm walking around like, this is fucking terrible. There's people, women in particular, that don't know what a belly shirt is. Uh, they, they should not wear, if, you, if you're a certain uh, proportion, you should not wear a belly shirt anymore. And some of these women just did not give a fuck at all. And this is not even a, a, a anything to do with race or culture. This is across a fucking rainbow of people, uh, every fucking creed, ethnicity, culture, what have you. They, they, their bellies were just fucking ass fat hanging out. And we're like, Jesus, they're jiggling all over the place. They're gross. They're, they're, they're drinking these big, giant, like, fucking daiquiris that we soon learned were $45 that my wife wanted to get one, but they're $45 fucking dollars for a goddamn shitty daiquiri. They say, oh, we put six shots in there. Fucking bullshit. You probably put, like, a shot and a half and fill the rest up with a fucking Slurpee juice and, and some fucking uh, cum from some fucking uh, shaman that is staying at the, the Luxor. Um it's 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 fucking it's gross. It's a gross place. We wanted to get a pizza. I'm looking at the prices. Forty seven minute wait. Forty seven dollar pizza. We're like, well, go somewhere else. We found this little fucking hut uh, uh, that that sold like a tiki hut that sold nachos for twenty seven bucks. So we had uh, that twenty seven fucking dollar nachos. We got that. It was it was okay. Uh, we got uh, my daughter a quesadilla that was like eight or nine dollars. That was okay. We have a lot of leftovers. We get drinks there. Oh, two for one drinks. Oh, I'll get a fucking whiskey and coke. Why not a whiskey with a splash of coke? please, because they'll fucking just annihilate me with sugar. Whiskey with a splash of Coke. My wife gets something, a, a fucking Cape Cod or some shit. That's $16. That's two for one. A $16 two for one. Holy shit. So those drinks would have been 32 bucks for two fucking drinks. And I should have known. I should have known. Luckily, I brought some booze with me. I had a lot of leftover from camping. So I brought that to the hotel. I'm like, all right, I'm probably not going to go drinking a lot in Vegas tonight because it's fucking expensive. But if I start gambling, then I can actually drink a little bit because they should still have the free drinks whilst gambling, don't they? Shouldn't they? I think so. I don't know. But uh, when we go around, I'm like, there's a CVS. All right, I'm going to CVS. I'm just going to get some beer to walk around with. Because the hotel beer is still in the cooler or still in the uh, uh, refrigerator. I'm not near the hotel room. My son, I, my son and I were walking around at that point. Uh, let's go to CVS. So we go to CVS. We had to get something else. Uh, a couple couple drinks for the kids. And then I'm like, fucking hey, Even the beer is there. I'm not going to spend $22.99 on a 12-pack or whatever it is for fucking Budweiser. So I buy a couple of two tall cans. So now this is the Vegas that I know. Walking around the streets, the crowds. And if you don't think it's back, baby, this fucking society is kind of back. Vegas don't give a fuck. I don't know if they ever gave a fuck. I heard they got took some hits during COVID. But there was people all over the place. Fucking crowds on the streets. Like I said, some masks, some not. Not being totally uh, regulated. I don't think I saw one fucking cop. <clears throat> I saw a couple ambulances go by. Because I know these fat fuckers with the, with the belly shirts keeled over after their $45 fucking uh, goddamn diabetic uh, injection of, uh, of, of blueberry fucking rush uh, daiquiris. I, I, that's probably happened. There's probably a drug overdose. We saw homeless people sitting on the st- sleeping on the street. We saw drunks passed out with like half a beer next to them. I should have stolen their beer so I didn't have to pay $19 for one. <clears throat> it, it, it was a shit show. It's a shit show. Was I glad I went? No. Was I glad the kids saw it? 
Not really. Now they like, oh, that's it. And even my son, he's like, I don't give. I'm not going there again. I'm like, ah, oh, good for you. Good for you. Go to fucking South Lake Tahoe. Go to Reno. Go to Laughlin. That still has respect for the elderly. You don't need belly shirts and weird fucking cocktail waitress girls walking around that aren't that good looking anymore. You can see the wear and tear of the fucking desert sun. A bunch of lizard people. Not the people who rule the underworld of this country, but lizard people. Just lizard, lizardy skin. You could tell their their life is in ruin. Uh, you know, Nick Cage and leaving Las Vegas, he looked good compared to most of the people that I saw there. Uh, and just, it's a young person's town, but it's not like a young person's good town. It's not young enough. It's just, it's, it's a gross youth. And then there's like, the, it, it skipped from like 25, 30 years old to like 65, or at least that's how they look. <coughs> there's not a lot of good looking things that I saw. Was I checking out some of the go-go girls that are walking around with big fucking flamingo feathers and shit? Yeah, I was checking them out because they still have good bodies. The sun hasn't reached that. It just reaches their face where you can tell they just put on makeup with a fucking uh, putty knife and they just walk around. Do you want a picture? Do you want to? Hi, hi, sweetie. Get, you want to get the fuck away from my daughter. Get the fuck away from my daughter. I'm not giving you 10 bucks for a fucking sleazy picture. All right. It probably has fucking herpes on it. Your fucking uh, coochie smells like fucking uh, butter, turned butter. All right. Not churned. Butter you left in the sun for too long and sprinkled some fucking fucking garlic salt on it get away from me i don't want that i don't want a picture with you and my daughter she's pure she's innocent get the fuck away so i took my daughter later on when it was getting dark so we watched the, the little light show bellagio and i'm asking her do you want to stay for some more she's like no she did she even saw it at nearly eight years old she sees a fucking shit shit show that vegas has become the just the the, the nihilistic fucking armageddon like just death of, of culture. And that's what Vegas is. And there's a suburban sprawl, of course, that's larger than I remember. I'm like, why would you live here? My son was even saying that. Well, I don't say that's a normal city. This would be coming into Vegas. But then I thought, like, why the fuck would you live there? Why the fuck? Would, if you're not a degenerate gambler, if you're not someone who's on the brink of, of ruin and the brink of, like, alcoholic liver failure, fucking cirrhosis of the... If you're not going there to die... If you're not retired and just want to spend your life savings, not on your children or grandchildren you're about to leave behind, but just on whores and, and drugs and, and, and fucking slot machines, go for it. You want to ride your little fucking mini fucking, what do you call those fucking things that fat people get around on? Or disabled. They're supposed to be for disabled. But it's mostly fucking people who can't walk anymore because their leg, they have diabetic legs. They're so large that they can't find a shirt that fits, so they won't wear just whatever they can wear. Like, moo-moos, even men are wearing moo-moos now on these little fucking scooters. If that's what you want to do, <clears throat> that's fine. But I don't need to see that anymore. I don't need to. I don't need to see fucking Vegas stomachs anymore. I don't need to see the fucking, the, 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 like I said, the, the, not, the, not, not even debauchery, because I see debauchery as good. I see his debauchery as like, oh, fuck, I like debauchery. I wish I had more debauchery in my life when I was young. Maybe I'm going towards more debauchery. I like, it's a good word, too, debauchery, debauchery. But this is bad. This is bad, bad juju debauchery. Um, and I don't know if I need to do that anymore. I think I'm done. Uh, I went game. my wife went out, my wife and I went out later on when the kids were watching a movie in the hotel room because they're done. You know, 8 o'clock at night, I'm like, I'm not fucking bringing them out there. So we go there, we see some strange characters, we see people just drunk as shit. One lady about to get on the elevator with us. She's like, this isn't my floor. <laughs> She's drunk as shit. My son was laughing at that earlier. And we just see, like I said, just shitty people who have no concern for themselves, one, and no concern for others. 
But my wife and I were in Vegas. Fuck it, let's go. So we try to go to a, a restaurant, 47 minute wait. We try to go get a drink. Too many people. Oh, waitlist, waitlist, waitlist. I'm like, I thought this was COVID still. I thought COVID, I, I, I knew there was like a going into orange tier, but I thought people would still be smart and be like, yeah, we're not going to go to Vegas this time of year. But we were one of the stupid people that thought that because everybody was fucking there. Everybody. Go into another hotel that I never heard of, a new one that it wasn't around 15, 16 years ago, whatever. So still can't get in there. Like, fuck it. Let's just go back to the goddamn hotel that we have. We'll go to Paris. We'll go to Bal wherever. We so we went to Paris, found this little spot to sit for adults, and then my wife's like, "Ah, oh, do you have like a cocktail list?" And the woman's like, "Well, no, we have regular drink. We have vodka, gin, whatever you can make." This fucking cocktail waitress doesn't know how to make any fucking cocktails. This is Vegas. Isn't Vegas like the land of cocktails? Don't you even know what fucking uh, a flea on a dick is? Isn't that, is that a name of, of a drink? Uh, don't you know some certain special drinks that my wife, who likes sometimes cocktails, not my cock, but cocktails that she would want to actually like splurge for. No, we just have like vodka. You mix, you can mix it with like cranberry. What the fuck kind of server is that? You can mix it with cranberry juice. And then we're like, fuck, let's get out of here. Let's try to find something better. And I'm like, I'm not gonna get beer because I know beer is gonna. I know it's gonna be expensive, but I didn't know how expensive. So we find this little just bar where people are playing slots at the fucking uh, at the at the on their stools, right at the bar top. People are playing. And so we're like, ah, just in the lounge area. So we find a seat in the lounge area. He makes her a drink that she wants. I can't remember what it had in it. It was like three or four different types of alcohol. Kahlua, I think, was one of them. I don't. I can't remember. Fuck vodka. Whatever the fuck. It's, there, there wasn't a goddamn uh, right, white Russian or anything. Something else. So he made it for her. And I just got, ah, gave me a fucking, like I said, whiskey. Whiskey on the rocks. Okay. Get the ba- bill. $34. $34 for two fucking drinks in the Bally's Hotel. This is not Manhattan. I expect that from Manhattan. We're going to Manhattan in August. I'm going to expect to pay a fucking premium for a lot of shit. But I know there's got to be places that there is no premium. You can still get good, cheap drinks somewhere. Should we have gone off the strip to find some good fucking uh, hole in the wall to get that? Yeah, but we have our kids right upstairs. We're not all night. We're not going to be all night gamblers and drinkers. We can't, we can't do that anymore. We have a 10-hour drive the next day. So I know, like, oh, let's just get one drink. I'll go back up to the hotel. I'll get a couple more. Maybe I'll come back down to the gambling floor and get a couple more at the slot machines. So we drink that down. I take it. All right. Spent $64 on nachos and a fucking quesadilla. Now I'm spending, uh, now I'm sounding very Jewy, which I am. Then I spent $35 on two drinks that were not very stiff and not very big. So let's, let's, let's go gamble. I want to play blackjack. We go around the blackjack tables. You know what we find at blackjack? There is not a table that is under fifteen to twenty dollars for a fucking hand. I remember five to ten dollars a hand for blackjack. And again, is this my Jew side? Most likely. I don't know if my Swedish side gives a shit. But I'm like, I only bought. I only. I, I don't like. Ga- I, I know I don't have a gambling problem. I like to gamble. I know I don't have a problem because if I lose forty bucks gambling, I kind of get a little irked. I'm like, fuck. Why did I do that? I could have bought a forty dollar drink. Um, but you know, I, I fifteen to twenty bucks a hand. I only wanted to put like a twenty or forty down and have at least a good amount of time to play. But if I put twenty down, that's one hand. One fucking hand, and I'm like, fuck it. I'll just go play a goddamn slot machine. Play, put a 20 in. <coughs> play a fucking schmegma. Put a 20 in. Play for a little while. Go up 7 bucks, 8 bucks, 9 bucks. Eh, get it down a little bit. Go back up. Get it down a little bit. Maybe 15, 20 minutes on the hole. We get a free drink. 
We finally get a fucking free drink from an old weathered cocktail waitress coming around. Do you want one? Fuck yeah, we want one. My wife got something. I got something. Can't fucking remember. Whiskey again, probably for me. Vodka, something with her. Uh, and then we get a tip her three or four, but whatever. Give her a five. So we got a drink for five bucks. Two drinks for five bucks, which we should have been fucking doing the entire time. But I don't remember Vegas being that expensive. That slutty. That fucking fat. That just horrible. That smelly. It smelled like Thailand and a mixture of Thailand and Tijuana that I, that I don't mind when I go to those places or third world countries you smell that like sewer shit smell every once in a while that just wafts through the air i did not expect that in a first world country but a fucking third world city i should have expected it and that's what we got from vegas so goodbye to vegas i'll never see you again grand canyon i hope to maybe sometime but at least we saw you once one of the natural wonders of the world is the grand canyon one of the natural fucking disasters of the world is Las Vegas. So if you're going there with your family, beware. Bring a fucking hyperdynamic needle to stick your cock up with fucking whatever disease you might walk home with if you just decide to try to get a prostitute there. Or even walking down the street at a CVS. Or people who are holding snakes in front of a car that's supposed to be a nice hot rod and people taking pictures with it and charging you $20. Watch out for the hustlers trying to make you come into a place when you know you're going to get another surcharge on that. Beware the people who are talking to your children, trying to get them to come into a video game hall, which is probably to get them hooked, like fucking the degenerates that are all around them playing goddamn fucking uh, 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 electronic roulette at two in the morning in the fucking Caesars Palace lobby. All right. Have a good week. I'll talk to you guys next time.